treats that See, I, this, I can't I remember heard of that. Who, who, who gave them to them or what they were specifically, but um, they were eating this stuff that was made from pumpkin as they were recording the album. And one of them said it was horrible. And I think it was Roland that said, well, it's better than raw. And it ended up becoming, meaning it's better than raw pumpkin. And it ended up becoming the album title because they thought it was funny. We all know they're jokesters. I know the album covered uh, the... um, It's Gargamel. Yes, this is actually what uh, what I read. And uh, we're going to start the show already just like that. Welcome to Rats Out Review. We are doing Better Than Raw, and Greg just gave us the download on why it's called Better Than Raw. And uh, yeah, I don't remember that, but uh, thank you for. Yeah, not a problem. I, unfor- I, I wish I would have looked up the story and reread some of the liner notes online again, but I figured you being the Halloween expert, you would have known. No, I forget everything. Yeah. What do I know, right? Yeah. Uh, just that my favorite band, you know, I should know everything about it. Just like, you know, you, you knew everything about corner and yet I get to my favorite band. And I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, How to be fair, are you, I, I, I have, I did have less material and whatnot to work with than you do. Halloween has quite a few more albums. than. Yeah, you that is true. Uh, there's a lot, lot to remember. A lot of uh, me- uh, members leaving the band, a lot of albums and just a lot of shit going on, but uh, we get to better than raw. Again, one of my favorite album covers, just uh, not because the girl on there, but I also have it on my ceiling. A big flag. I don't know if you can see it. See that? Oh, cool. I have a flag. Pretty cool. Um, right above the air mattress? Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, that's where it is. Right above my air mattress. Uh, so, yeah, I love the drawings on here. Um, actually, no, this is not Frederick's drawings. This is another guy. I don't know what his name is, though. His last name is Laws. But... Uh, they used a different uh, artist for all this artwork. And again, some of my favorite uh, pumpkin drawings on here as well. Some really cool stuff. Artwork. Yes, the pumpkins look a lot cooler than the original Smurfs. Yeah, they make them look a lot more sinister. Yeah, they're a lot more evil looking. They look more uh, realistic in a way on this. So it's really more cool. Metal. Yeah. And, and also, it, it fits the album really well. Oh, yeah. I think so too. Uh, also, too, for, uh, the thing I hold right in my hand right here, this is the first time it was released on vinyl. There was a um, a bootleg going around for like a very long time, and it's going for like over $300, probably more by now. But they finally re-released this, uh, made a reissue of it on vinyl. Uh, yeah, I just ordered one. Yep, 2016. So. But on this album, they went back to a lot of the equipment they used on Walls of Jericho. See, that I remember, because I remember reading that. Uh which I can kind of hear a lot of the Walls of Jericho sound on this album. What about you guys? You can. It, it it's definitely definitely has that speed sound to it, but they also incorporate some thrash elements and even some elements of black metal in a certain songs on here. And that this is my favorite out of the Darius era altogether. Mm-hmm. And I mean, th- this is a total classic. I like it just as much as Walls of Jericho. And you know, keeper part two, but right. um, 
I, I love how their sound evolved with this. I, I love how they took Halloween to the next level. It's just awesome. Oh, yeah. So fresh and heavy, and it's got a little bit of a darker element to it, which they would expand on more on the next one, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. they're just really firing on all cylinders here, and I don't dislike a single song. I love this whole album. Oh, wow. Really? All right. I can name a few I don't like. But, uh, well, just, there's yeah. definite filler tracks. Yeah. I mean, there, there is on albums you get with most bands and of definitely course. with Halloween, but they all work so well on here. While there's lesser songs, I wouldn't skip anything, I guess I should say. But I can't say it's a perfect album, but it would Man. get a very high rating. Oh, yeah. I, I just love the sound of this album so much. It's just very heavy. Those guitars are like really crunchy on here. And even the drum sound, it's just awesome. Just everything on this whole album is awesome. Again, uh, the band really gelled a lot on this album. They really grew a lot, too. Uh, What were you going to say? I was going to say my favorite drum performance of his is on the last one. But my favorite drum sound Sound? of his is on this one. Exactly, yep. I think so, too. Uh, Now, Lou, again, first time hearing this album. Yes, it is. What are we thinking? Three albums in a row of perfection. The trifecta. Score. The goat. The bee's knees. The rope of dope into a knockout punch. It's okay. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, this album sucks. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> uh, no, I loved it. I mean, three perfect albums in a row, in my opinion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I think so, too. My standards um, must be very low, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, I ju- well, I'm probably a little bit more nitpicky with some of it, because I'm not the biggest power metal fan, and... um I do like both of the previous ones, but yeah, not enough where I think any of them are perfect. Fair enough. All very good, just yeah. not perfect. Well, they did three successful albums back to back. Three excellent albums. Yeah. Two of them, uh, just as much classics as the Hanson era. Time right. of the Oath yeah. and this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, those those first three albums, they you know through the Keepers uh, one and two. Those three are you know pretty much flawless and they get to these last three and those are pretty much flawless too yeah in a way but uh yeah so i think they're great and then you know the way this whole thing album sounded out uh, started out with that that instrumental thing i'm like holy shit that's probably one of the coolest things i heard them start off an album with you know yeah and uh, you know it's one of the craziest things i heard about that what the band hansen mbop yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they have been known to use this as an introduction as their entrance to their concerts. Really? That's, That's what funny. I read on Wikipedia, but I don't think oh, you can believe well, everything Wikipedia. you read on Wikipedia. Check yeah, your sources, buddy. I don't know about that, buddy, know you, about that one. You I, never I, know. That's kind of random, though. So how, why would it, you know? I don't well, know, but if Hanson does that, then Umbop's okay by me. <laughs> I'll still check no, on YouTube not. and see if there's... <laughs> I'm surprised Wayne doesn't like it. It's not too much far away from Windmill. Ooh, them's fighting words. That's a pillow fight in my neighborhood. This is <laughs> oh, wait, my neighborhood. The cases is, uh, are off. Some sad news. Uh, when we're done with this uh, album, uh, this is Greg's last show. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you say that now. Try. Wait a minute. Who are we going to get to continue on to the Halloween discography with us? I no, might be an old no, host. Don't say it. No, no. I know some of them aren't doing anything. Um. So anyway... Album starts off with a really great instrumental thing. Uh, it, it almost reminds me of something like if you're going to go to like the Bat Cave. It's like this is you're going to hear that going to the you know deep woods and, and head to the cave. So pretty cool. But I really 
do not like Push. Really? Musically, yes. Wow. When those vocals come in and it's got that echoing thing on there and it's just him and you can't tell what he's saying, it's just like, I'm like, all right, I don't like that. I'll give you that. That is a little awkward. It doesn't bother me enough to where I dislike the song, but yes, that that does have a very strange sound to it. And I really don't care for whatever effects they might have used on his voice there. Yeah, But still a good song. Yeah, musically it's a good song, but I, I usually skip this song. I go right to the next song. Mm-hmm. Lou, what do you do? You like Push? I do. I was just like, how do they have three killer album killer album openers in a row? So, yeah. you know, the, I I am definitely the odd man out here. Okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I mean, it's it's interesting to see that we all had different uh, tastes and different. I uh, I, mean, I get what you're saying something. about the production quality of it, but it didn't bother me at all. I like the production quality. I just don't like the, those effects that they use on his voice. That's what I was referring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Falling Higher is a much better song. It sounds more put together. Uh, the vocals fit very well. Really great chorus. It's just an awesome song. Um, I couldn't see that starting off the album, but it's, it's a really great uh, second track in there. Uh, Greg, what do you think about Falling Higher? That's a great song. Uh, I agree with you. Definitely not an album opener. But it carries it on very well, and it, it's very aggressive, and I love the guitar work on it. But it's got some catchy choruses, too, like yeah. classic Halloween did. And it's just a really well-put-together song. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Can we make him spit that out? <laughs> Sorry, I'm very hydra- dehydrated. Wow. Uh, well, my comment I, could, on... I could have if we were still... Uh, talking about master of the rings i could have told him to ding a ding my dong oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> secret might, alibi everybody it might come short but it might come along uh, uh um regarding falling higher if i had joined the band and master of the ring and i got to this point i might need an oxygen tank i mean <laughs> full blast yeah it's awesome uh hey lord i believe that's the no it's not wrong that's not the first single i think it's the second single of the album but Probably my favorite song off of this whole thing. Really catchy. I like how it's just kind of like a laid back song in a way. Uh, you know, it's a little uh, religious in a way, but uh, I, I just love it. I, I think it's just it's an awesome song from start to end. Well, yeah. Like, they're, they're, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Greg. The religious aspects of it don't really bother me like they seem to a lot of people, which is funny because when I tell people shit like that, they're always shocked. They're like, oh, but you like so much evil stuff. It's like, well, one, I don't even believe in the fucking devil. How would I be offended to begin with? But as long as you're not shoving it in my face, I really don't care if it's Slayer or if it's Trouble. They're both great right. bands if the songs are good what the hell does it matter what the subject is about? but um i love how this album is sequenced and this comes in at the perfect time where it's a bit more of a melodic mid-paced rocker but yeah. it just it works perfectly to move the album along and it's a great song on top yeah. of that and oh, i my... really like his soulful vocals on this too yeah and then my favorite part in the whole thing is where right in the middle of the song i think it's in the solo section where it kind of like slows down and it kind yes. of pauses for like a little second, and then it gets back into that uh, slow buildup. Uh, one of my favorite parts. Lou? I agree. I thought it was a very good uh, mid-paced rocker. Um, in reference to uh, the whole religious aspect, I think uh, at the time, Waikiki, w- 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 did I pronounce it right? Sure, whatever. What w- is w- it? Waikiki. W- 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 thank you. Waikiki uh, likes it. 
<laughs> stated that uh, you know he and other members of the band were Catholic. So yeah. you know, I think Uli was the only one that really wasn't that religious. So you know, hey, it's a good song. Who cares if you believe in it or not? Good stuff. Yeah. Well, even Keeper of the Seven Keys, the song has uh, stuff to do with the uh, religion. So yeah, they, they always had faith based in religion. I mean, right. it was, I think there's a well, difference. They could yeah, be exclusive. And so does the time of the oath. I mean, it goes yeah, yeah, the yeah. Faust story. Yeah, they've always the had devil, it. You know? They've always had it in their music. Um, Don't spit on my mind. This is the song where it kind of starts dipping again a little bit for me. I like the song. Then again, I don't like the song. I'm always kind of a toss up on this one. A little slow, a little kind of wonky, but it is it's still a decent song. Agreed. It's Walk. decent, but... Honestly, when I listened to this the three different times, the sec uh the last time I listened to this, I skipped this track. Nah. It's it's a little wonky in the way the chorus follows. I I don't quite know how to explain it, but his voice doesn't sound quite on time or on meter with what the melody is doing and it's weird. Nah. It's okay, but it's nothing special. It's almost kind of a filler track. Yeah. Coolest part, though, again, is the solo section where the band does like a little build-up thing, and the guitars are doing something over that. And... That's one reason why I like every song on this record in some way. The solo sections are always awesome. Oh, yeah. Uli's always doing something crazy on the drums during the build-up. It's yeah. just put together so well that way. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about "Don't Spit on My Mind," Lou? No, I, I just said that I agreed with uh, what you said before. I really don't have anything to add to it. I mean, it was it was good. Yeah. Uh, Revelations. Uh, this song kind of started off like eh, I don't really like it, but then it got to be really awesome, especially again in that solo section where the band just like goes off, really you know like into that fast speed on there. And uh, I think Roland Grappel is probably the 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 shining moment or guitar player on this whole entire album. Really, I agree, and um, I love this song actually. With, with the build up of it, and then how the solos go, and just how great the solos are, reminds me of Power Slave, the song. Uh-huh. Actually, yeah, one of their most maidenish moments, but it, it works great for them here. Yeah, Lou, um, the epic track of the album, and it didn't disappoint me at all. My one word for it, though, Meshugaween. There was a part though <laughs> in the song that was very almost Meshuga-ish, yeah. but. I loved it, and I actually think this is in my top three. So, oh, very cool. Yeah, now you say Meshuggah, and that's what I know what section you're talking about. Uh, time. I've that band since high school. Yeah. You're not missing anything. Uh, I'm a fan. Sorry. Of course you are. <laughs> I like it. Of course I mean, you do. I listen to Alan Holdsworth religiously. Why wouldn't I like Meshuggah? <laughs> Uh, uh, the second half of the album ends uh, with the song Time. Kind of brings the album down a bit. It's a, I guess you can call it a uh, a ballad type song. Probably, the, actually, yeah, it is. A, it's the only ballad on this one. Um, it's okay. Yes, and it's a great ballad, I think. Oh, you like this My one? My favorite right? Halloween ballad so far. So yeah, it's kind of a heavy ballad. Yeah, that's the only downside to it. It repeats itself a little too much, and it's another case where they could have cut a few seconds from it but yeah. overall i really like the song really the only one i would skip on here sometimes is don't spit on my mind yeah, yeah. yeah. lou uh, his favorite song off the album uh, no i haven't gotten to that <laughs> yet. 
But I will say it is an enjoyable mid-paced rocker. I mean, they have some good ones on here. Uh, not the greatest, but enough that I could say that I enjoyed it and not enough to take away that, for me, it's three perfect albums in a row. So, you know, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's not terrible. But the first single, man, when I heard this song, I Can, I was like, holy shit. Halloween is like, I topped that last album that they did so much. That this song, I, I listened to this song so uh, just over and over and over again. I think I even put it on my cell phone at the time as my ringtone or something. Uh, I just, I love this song so much. Just a great song. Everything is so catchy about it. I, I there's nothing else I can really say. It's just, it's just a really catchy, almost like an I Want Out ish type of song, like an updated oh, version of right I Want there Out. Was I Want Out. Yeah. I, it's exactly what I said about it. I said it was the sister song to I Want Out. Yeah. I think and so. it's my second favorite track on the album. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Really great song, Greg. Well, I just agree with me. All with right, what you guys said. Nothing else I can add. <laughs> I will continue. Uh, a handful of pain. Another really great song. Very heavy song, actually. Um, uh, yeah, I can't really say nothing else about this song, but it, it's almost like I can. Just a heavier version of it, and very catchy, powerful song. What do you guys like? Uh, think about this song? Love the heaviness. Fucking crushes. Go ahead, Lou. Nope, no, I was pointing no, number one song on the album for me. Oh, number wow. one song. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I love that chorus. That's just an awesome chorus. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Greg. Please continue. No, that's okay. It's my favorite song, too, so that's all I was going to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we yeah. agreed on something. <laughs> there you go. The rhythm section, especially, it almost gets a little, little quasi death metal this year. I dig it. Very cool. I'm just realizing something's not right here. All right. What's it? I have to look at something. Uh, some a song that's on here, but I don't think it's on the original album. Uh, I'll get to it. Say after this one, Lave Lav. I can never pronounce this song. Lavdate Dominum. Thank you. I love the music, and I actually love that it's not in English. I wish it kind of was in English because I would understand a little bit better. But I think it's a really cool song. It's a quirky, catchy, Halloween happy type song. I, I think it's really good. I enjoy this one. They do happy very well. They do. They do happy very well. When they get the evil sounding, they kind of don't do it very well. But happy is their happy place. Yeah, it's power metal. It's whimsical. <laughs> Halloween's not whimsical, <laughs> goddammit. All power metal sounds whimsical. And, and I would never really... If it's, it's good enough for Ren Fairs, it's whimsical. That's not good enough for a rent fair. But what do you think? I like you stuff like, like Sepultura by Schizophrenia, you know, where it signifies a demon coming out of the jungle. That's never going to happen to a Halloween record. You never know. Yeah. We've well, did you, did this particular hours. song right here, you might get a unicorn. To, to <laughs> well. I mean, not that it's a terrible song. I just it's not dark whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Unicorns aren't real. Uh, all right. So what do you think about this song? Um... I can't, it's not really a bad song. I I kind of wish it was a B side though, because I think it screws up the momentum of the album mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't like where it's placed, but I do think it's a good classic Halloween song. It's just out of place on the record. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. What about you, Lou? Uh my fourth favorite song on the record. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I love the churchy vibe. That goes along with it, so. Yeah, I think it's 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 pretty cool. Uh, we, uh, if they this, ended the album with it, I think 
it would have worked better, actually. Kind of a light coming out of the dark type thing, almost. Yeah, I could almost see that switched off with the next and final song. I, 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 yeah, I could agree with you on that. What is your next and final song? Because I'm very confused. On it my should be Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. All right. So I'm, I'm not I'm not going Which crazy. Which is tied for first favorite song from here. Yeah. All right. Number no. one favorite. I, I I knew that was the final song, but on this vinyl they added back on the ground as after the uh, as before Midnight Sun. So that yeah. threw me completely off. I, I had the same problem because um what the hell was I gonna say? Oh, so I ordered it when I found out they finally did an official press of it, but it came with a free digital download. Mm. So I listened to that. And then as I was, cause this is one I like always have liked a lot. Yeah. When I was listening to it though, that song came on and I'm like, that's something's not yeah, right it, about it. Don't this. Belong there. So yeah. I went and I'm looking through my hard drive. I'm like, no, yeah. Midnight sun's the last track. And that isn't on there. And yeah, that, that confused the hell out of me at first though. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it just confused me too, because I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking of a different song, but yeah. So that's just added on to the vinyl version. But it ends with Midnight Sun. And that song, again, I, I can give or take that song. I don't know what, what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know. It's got a cool chorus. I think but... you should give up your Halloween fan credentials. Dude, this is one of my top ten Halloween songs, Midnight Sun. I really? love this track. Killer ender to a killer album. Yeah, it's a good ending. Just something about it. I don't. I don't I mean, know what it's it is. Thrashing. The guitars are awesome. It's fucking heavy. It, it's it's the most rips, awesome man. breakup the song I ever heard. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, the scorpions taken to a more aggressive level. It's awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys like it so much, and I'm glad I'm wrong. That makes me feel. I, I'm honestly really shocked you didn't like it because without catching the courses and how well it blends in with everything else, I really thought you'd be on the same page as Lou and I with this one. So eh, that yep. I actually find that pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I, you know what it is for different folks. I I don't like how the song starts, and then they really? do that. Yeah, they do that in like another spot of the song, maybe at the end of the song too. But yeah, there's a couple parts in there I don't really care for. Hmm. Okay. It's not a terrible. It's not you know not a terrible song, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not one of my favorites. But um, what about the, the the bonus track? Since we've done that with every album that we've done so far, I mean, we talked about back on the ground. That one's okay. That I thought one's it had... okay, but it 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 definitely is a B side. I really didn't like that in the running order of the album. Right? No, it say. it does, especially where they put it. No, it doesn't fit. It has sort of a deep purple vibe to it that I like. It does. But... It made it made me think of pictures of home by them actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, another bonus track on here that I really liked and was actually on the I Can't single was a game we shouldn't play. I listened to that thing nonstop. Killer track. That song I like a lot. Yeah. yeah. I I think that song should have been on the album. Mm-hmm. You know, that maybe... that would have been the one I threw on at the end instead of the other right. one for sure. Yeah. It definitely would have fit a lot better. But uh, one of the most funniest titles that I've ever seen, Moshi Moshi Shiki no Uta. <laughs> it's just a, a drum cover. Uh, not a drum cover, just a, a drum thing there. And they did Perfect Gentleman Live. So uh, that that is the end of Better Than Raw. And like we all said, uh, Perfect Trifecta, like Lou says, uh, probably my... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going to say it's probably my favorite Halloween album out of all of them. 
Out of all of them. Out of all. Wow. Of them. Yeah, it, it's just the, the production is I really awesome. Guitars are crunchy. With Walls of Jericho, but Walls of Jericho was so important during my formative years. I really can't pick one over the other. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have that. Uh, uh, I have that that special bond with you know Walls of Jericho's too, but. I don't know, just the way that this album just sounds and, and how the band is really, you know, Production functioning with each other. and wise definitely yeah. goes to better than Raw. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, yeah, it's just an awesome album. And uh, if you haven't heard that song yet, uh, or that album yet, then please do yourself a favor and listen to that album because uh, it'll probably be your favorite Halloween album too. It's it very, very modern I... sounding as well. Well, you know, I would even recommend this to people that aren't really fans of power right. metal because it's really not all that much a power metal album. Right. It, it's really more thrashier than it is anything else. And fans of just heavy metal in general, I think anyone would enjoy this. I mean, th- this is like a, a universal album for them. Right. They're mm-hmm. still the kings of power metal on it, but the the way they evolved the band and their sound to incorporate these other elements in such a perfect way here is just flat out amazing. This is one of the best efforts by any band. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but can they stuff. can they stay at that pace on the next album? We will find out on next episode. Lou, where can we find you? You can find me over at musicislifepodcast.com. There you can link to every episode and you can watch every youtube video there's links there everywhere but i will say this though albums like this are very influential on metal albums of the future including one that came out recently which you can now purchase on cd and Mm -hmm. that is an album by project resurrect called false reality here it is right here and you can buy it what i'm so disappointed in you that you didn't even think to push your new album, I had to do it for you. I was fuck you, pay me. I was, I was letting. Well, you... he remembered the first three times. You know, I, I didn't even get to the end. I was getting there. Sorry, I was just... letting you go first. Oh, okay. Well, I, I segwayed to you. God, dude, you're whining <laughs> like a kid that dropped a cupcake on the uh, ground. Get that note out of your voice. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I don't like me anymore. It's my bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm purposely I'm doing that. I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. I'm sorry. Project, embarrassed. <laughs> Project Resurrect that bandcamp.com. And actually on the back of the CD, if you buy it, I list all of our websites, even the Rat Sound Review website on there. I didn't put yours on there though, though. Ah, that's all good. But listen, <laughs> I, I can't speak enough good phrases of this album. And I'm not saying this because Wayne's my buddy. I'm saying it because it's a good fucking metal record. It is. Greg doesn't like it though. But uh um... While it's not the type of music I generally enjoy the most, it is a good album. And if Greg says it's a good album, then it's a good album. So go buy it, and uh, we will see you tomorrow with the next album, Metal Jukebox. Damn, I thought The Dark Ride was next. I, yeah, forget I did too. I, I forgot about Metal Jukebox myself. Actually, it's the, uh, it's the one album they did not release on record uh, officially, so... I don't have that vinyl. Probably too many royalties they would have to pay. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day. But uh, we will see you then. And uh, that's it. Bye. Peace. Peace.
Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schmackle a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over. Grrrr.